0: another episode of the Fall fig nuts podcast this is season three episode eight if you're keeping track it's episode 108 i'm craig
1: i am Britt. And craig Britton. welcome back
0: welcome back indeed sir yeah,
1: yeah so i i am i am on location again so i apologize if i sound a little bit different today um we are having some torrential downpours down here in connecticut and you have never met a worse driver in any form of weather than i am so <laughs> i said to craig i'm gonna sit here and drink beer and uh, talk football with you. So, That's how are plan. you today, Craig?
0: I'm good. I'm good.
1: I'm uh, I'm doing okay, but you know what would make my night a little bit better? Uh, what would make it better? Ah, that opening of that beer. I don't know if the mic caught that or not, but I am drinking tonight. I have a pumpkin head by Shipyard uh, Brewing. It's my second favorite pumpkin beer. And uh, so I'm popping open one of those on my end. What do you got tonight? Uh,
0: tonight, I have a new beer suggested to me by the owner of a package store, if you will.
1: Oh, is it our buddy up on the hill? Yes. All right. What do you got?
0: Uh, This is by Sloop Brewing. It's Green Island
1: Tropical IPA. Oh, I have heard of this. I have heard of this. That's actually, um, Sloop is actually a brand I've heard is is growing well. So um, I'm not going to bother doing a review of Pumpkinhead because I've reviewed it before. It's a very solid pumpkin ale, and I know it's a little early for Craig, but it is not for me.
0: I, I got a week.
1: You've got a weekend. September 1st, folks, is Saturday. So, you know, no, right. Sunday. You're right. Sunday. And there's another uh, weekend. All- yeah, no, wait a minute. Is it Sunday? i got to look at a calendar right it's now. I'll get myself. Right. Sunday is September 1st, or that's the second. No, wow. the first is Sunday. The first right. is Sunday. And that is, <laughs> our, that is our fantasy draft. That is. So Craig will be able to have a pumpkin beer if he so chooses at our annual um, fantasy draft. So, so tell me about this beer from Sloop.
0: So this beer, it's... It looks like a tropical drink. It's not very dark, but I mean, it's not like it's not an amber. Mm -hmm. uh, It's it's yellowish, but there's no there's very little light penetration. I can't see my fingers behind the glass.
1: Uh, Is it greenish?
0: uh, You know what? In the right light, you could say there's a tint to it.
1: Because um, I think Lawson's is now putting out a, uh, a what they're calling a green IPA. And I haven't been brave enough to try it yet, but supposedly it has a green tint to it as well. So... Well, give us some nose and give us a taste.
0: Uh, nose, it's it's citrusy. Okay. Uh, it's it's pretty basic citrus IPA smell. Uh, Taste-wise, interesting. It's very smooth for an IPA because it is brewed oats. Oh, I like that. So it is smooth, and there's definitely, I get some, like, guava on the back end, and then it slowly kind of dries out, but not not like a normal double IPA like dry out kind of
1: thing. Very nice. So you get that dryness, but not overwhelmed by it. Right. Right. Because there are, I mean, so many really great tasting IPAs, and then thirty seconds after you've had a sip, you're like, "Oh my god, my mouth is like the Sahara,"
0: <laughs> pretty much. And
1: you're, "What the hell did I do to myself?" So, so Craig will stay off of the glory that is pumpkin spice for another couple I'm of days. I'm on board with it, and there is just so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna level with Craig. Craig, I'm gonna level with you and our our listeners. This morning, I was sitting at my my computer, and I'm thinking to myself as I'm doing my day job man, what the hell are we going to talk about tonight? I mean, there's one or two big pieces of news, but there isn't a whole lot going on this week, this week between the end of the preseason with the, the last round of preseason games and the start of the season is usually pretty quiet. And then I, I opened up two sites and found 30 things to talk about, <laughs> but let's start where we always start after the beer, which is burning hot. Take questions, Craig giving or receiving. Uh... I will give. Please, what do you got for me?
0: Uh, first off, did you see the news out of San Francisco?
1: Uh, is this is the Jarek McKinnon news? Yes. Uh, briefly, fill me in.
0: Uh, so his rehab from his knee injury is not going well. Okay. We don't know when he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. How big of an effect is that going to be on San Francisco? Oh. They're running back by committee, and we don't know really how they're going to be at all this year.
1: So let's discuss who else is there, because that really is what matters to me. Um, We know Matt Breida is still there, right? Right. Uh, Who else is on that team? I honestly, that's how little I have cared about the 49ers. Uh, Breida's there. McKinnon's there. Uh, Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman's
0: there. And then the rest are pretty much backups.
1: And then also appearing in this film. Right. Um, So. (sighs) But where do they go now? Do they go to Brita or do they go to Tevin Coleman? Do they go to Brita long enough for him to get himself injured, which is what he kind of usually does? Do they go straight to Tevin Coleman? you
0: remember when Brita was the answer in San Francisco?
1: Yes. He was for a little while. (laughs) And that's the problem. San Francisco running backs, and you're going to hate the name I'm about to invoke, but since Frank Gore, (laughs) they just can't stay healthy. (laughs) And, you know, remember when Frank Gore was the worst injury risk on that entire team? Yes. Yeah, he's still playing, and he's been relatively healthy since. Um, But yeah, Matt Breida is listed as the one right now. So it's Breida, then Coleman. Um, They do not have McKinnon on this list. So, um, I I mean, I'm not worried.
0: Fantasy-wise, would you just stay away from San Francisco?
1: Uh, In general, yes. If I had to take one, I would take Breida, and I probably would grab Coleman because I I do think – it's a matter of time before Matt Breda wanders off the field, three carries into a game because he's only done that a couple of times already. Um, uh, but yes, in general, San Francisco is an offense I'm shying away from in general. They have a, a lot of high ceiling, no floor guys. Jimmy Garoppolo has been inconsistent as coming back from injury. There's always we George keep Kittle. yes. George Kittle has been fantastic, but he's He's got a strong injury history. Marquise Goodwin worries the crap out of me. Can you name any other wideouts on that team other than Marquise Goodwin? Uh, without looking it up, no. I have it in front of me. Richie James Jr., Jalen Hurd, and Malik Henry are all there. That's where Jalen N- Hurd went? Yep. But yeah. none of those guys interest me. I'm just every. Let, – let's just call it what it is. If we try hard enough – we could sit here and find a fault with every player in the NFL. True. Everybody has got some sort of risk. But for those who don't know the terms about floors and ceilings, floors and ceilings are floor is what you can expect your guy to score at a minimum with, you know, barring some sort of complete upheaval. Ceiling is what their max is. Some guys are high ceiling and high floor. That means they're good and they have potential to be fantastic, a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, if Patrick Mahomes scores under 15 to 20 points a game in most formats, that would be considered exceptional. So 15 points is probably his floor, but he also threw 50 touchdowns last year, so his ceiling is very high. Some guys don't have that kind of variability. For me, Matt Breida is a high ceiling but very low floor guy. His injury history is too severe for him to be for me to consider he has a higher floor. But if he does stay healthy, He could be fantastic. The key is how much risk do you want to take? And that's when I look at the San Francisco 49ers offense, there is a lot of high ceiling. These guys could be fantastic. They could be all top 10 across the board. Marquise Goodwin could break out. Jimmy Garoppolo could be a top five fantasy quarterback, but they also could be standing on a trap door that just opens underneath them and they're all of a sudden in the pit of doom. I would looking for more of the consistent guys towards the middle with higher ceilings, the guys who aren't standing on doors. And again, this is normally you talk aside from injury, but when you have an injury history, you have to to consider it. So yeah, I'm kind of shying away. I do like George Kittle, but I'm taking it with a grain of salt because when you've got that big of a cliff between the big three tight ends and everybody else, you pick the wrong one of the big three and that's the one guy who gets hurt you're screwed. Wouldn't I rather just take a couple of mid-level guys and see which one of them decides to make it into the top five? Because here's the reality, folks. As bad as the tight end group is, somebody outside of Kittle, Ertz, and Kelsey has to finish in the top five. Somebody mathematically to. speaking, <laughs> mathematically speaking, two people who are not on that list, at least two people have to finish in the top five tight ends this year. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, if I can grab two or three lower to mid-end tight ends, like the David and Jokus of the world, and all of a sudden they have a really great season, then I can get them later and not waste a pick on Kittle. And if Njoku goes down in week three, it's not as big of a hit to my team as, I, as if I lose Kittle. So, what are, your, what are your thoughts on this offense? Can you trust anybody here?
0: Um, honestly, no. I mean, if, if Garoppolo didn't get hurt last year, I would say yes, but he didn't look phenomenal in preseason. Oh, no, he didn't? So- and, you know, no, we preseason, didn't. preseason isn't the best ju- judge of a player, you know, in general. Uh, but it didn't give anyone a lot of confidence. So, yeah, right now, I would say Kittle's probably the, the only option you have there. And yeah. maybe may, I would lean towards Coleman, even though he has he has concussion history. So,
1: yeah, I mean, it's, it's just rough. It's it's not it's not it's not a team of, of avoiding like I'm avoiding most of the Redskins and most of the Dolphins. Those teams to me are open tire fires. They're just they're the only question is who burns out faster and bigger. One of them is a dumpster fire and one of them is a Springfield tire fire. <laughs> I don't know which one is which. But we'll find out. We'll find out. All right, question for you. All right. So you know this time of year, all the different websites put forth deals with different fantasy competitors. Right. You know, sign up at DraftKings and make a minimum deposit and get a free subscription here or get this double matching bonus. There's all these offers. I got one the other day. I won't say what site it was from, but they said, if you sign up and deposit $10 at any of our community partners, you get a free six month subscription. I'm going to tell you the four sites that I was offered to sign up at. And I want you to tell me Which one intrigues you the most without knowing anything else? And could, you may already know all four of these sites. Okay. So the first two are predictable. FanDuel yep. and DraftKings. Okay. Site number three was Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Okay. Site number four was called Monkey Knife Fight. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Monkey Knife Fight. This is a
0: real site.
1: <laughs> yes. So I now knowing your answer because of your reaction already <laughs> – if without any other information, you had to drop 10 bucks into one of those sites, <laughs> which one would you go with?
0: Um, it would be the fourth one.
1: <laughs> Monkey Knife Fight is an actual – I believe it's a prop bet um, company, but they're based out of Canada, and we do not have the laws in Connecticut to support them. Oh. I tried to open an account with Monkey Knife Fight. <laughs> I tried and got told I would be breaking the law, and they wouldn't open my account. Oh, sad. But I did try – Monkey knife fight and of course that just brings me back to the simpsons episode where mo mo and homer go out on the boat and they have monkey knife fights <laughs>
0: that's that's the first thing i thought of
1: sir <laughs> so is that is that so, not the best dfs site ever what dfs site has a better name than monkey that, knife
0: that is i i do not know of an, that that's
1: monkey knife fight. if you're listening to us find a way to make it legal for us to do something with you we would love to work with you based off of your name alone <laughs> that's all off of your name alone, we are open to signing any sort of mutual promotional deal right now because you, you won the internet with that one for me. I just wish I could have made an account. So, um, yeah. So let. So let. Me follow up question yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. So of the other three sites, because obviously Monkey Knife Fight can't be used. Which is your favorite DFS site? Ooh.
0: You know, over the lat like the last two, mm-hmm. in general, I think I've just had better. Better results from FanDuel. Fair. I mean, you know, I still use DraftKings. I still like it. But overall, I think even though FanDuel's salaries for DFS are a little outrageous sometimes.
1: Yeah, they tend to be a little bit more to the extremes. But that works for and against you, too. Their value plays tend to be a little cheaper.
0: True. It's it's both.
1: So, yeah, I've, I've always been. Used, like-
0: I've never used Yahoo's. You know, I probably should
1: well, you know, there are guys out there who will give you a free subscription to their site if you just put $10 into a Yahoo account. So I did because i am always got my ear to the ground for more information. So, All right, last question to you.
0: All right, so I don't know if you saw it on Twitter a couple days ago. Okay. A former NFL fullback named Leron McLean. McLean oh, I
1: did. I did see this. He had
0: a whole tirade on Twitter about how his health is degrading and the NFL is ignoring him. Yeah. And he's reached out for help. Do you think and now, you know, then you know, last week, week before we had the whole thing with Antonio Brown and his helmet. Yep. Do you think it's finally come to the time for the NFL to finally officially omit concussion the real and set up a whole after your NFL career is over like support system for any I- I- player.
1: I agree. I think it is. All right, so, so there's a whole bunch of levels to this. Right. Um, number one, I do agree he's being ignored. I, I, I and I don't know his case and personally. Fullbacks
0: get hit a lot.
1: Fullbacks get like, hit their a lot, job is and to they block, <laughs> and they don't have the name recognition. No. So you know the bottom Anywhere. line is, I, when when I saw the headline, his name wasn't even in the headline. The headline was former NFL player complains league is ignoring head injuries, and so I opened it and I had to see who it was. If that had been Dan Marino, his name would have been in the headline. It would have yes. been Marino complains of head injuries. But again, it comes. To, so his point is somewhat validated just by how the story was handled by the press. True. He, he's he's being ignored. It looks like he's being ignored. He's crying out for help. He's clearly got a mental issue that he believes has been caused by football. I don't know him, so I don't know if it has or not. But yes. And here's the thing. The league And the Players Association are going into negotiations right now. Maybe, just maybe, the Players Association should worry less about the freaking salary cap and more about the long-term benefits for its employees. I have never seen a union in my life that is – and again, I work in employment. It's what I do for a living. I work with people who are looking for and trying to keep jobs. It's what I do. I work with unions every day. I have never seen one as disinterested in retirement as the NFL Players Association. The NFL Players Association is solely focused on getting money today up front and immediately. There is nothing they do in my opinion based on what they've seen towards long-term health benefits and that is disgusting. That's that's what I got. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, I I agree, They, I think a lot of them know what happens. Um, so that's why, I mean, I can kind of see their take on wanting the money up front. Yes. Yeah. A little bit. But Yeah. They definitely need something officially and like, you know, organized after the fact.
1: Yeah. So while they're sitting there arguing when people could become free agents and, uh, the franchise tag, which as we know, I mean, we haven't talked about it very much, but there's even been talk about running backs trying to form their own union separate from the NFLPA. Um, Because the way the system is set up with your initial contract, essentially you running back careers are very brief, very brief. The uh, the uh, the guys who last more than eight or nine years, the Frank Gores of the world are very rare. But if you come out at 22 years old into the NFL, that first contract is taking you through the majority of your career because you're going to have four years under this rookie deal. And then you could be franchised twice. So before you have any option and where you can go and what you can do and how much you can test the open market for in some situations, you are in the last two years of your career because the common conception is 30 years old. You're done as a running back. So you're telling me like guys like Zeke Elliott, who would be like I think almost a year, uh, like three or four months shy of his 29th birthday when he becomes a free agent under the current system if they franchised him twice. You telling me Zeke Elliott's going to walk out at 29 years old with six years on his under his belt, and some team is going to go, "Yeah, we're going to give you a five-year deal"? No,
0: that doesn't happen.
1: It doesn't Not happen. But that is where the NFL's. That's where the player association is focused. How about focusing on life after football? How about that? How about reducing the fact that we have these CETS, uh, CTEs, and people have actually committed suicide? Because they don't know how to live life after football.
0: Yeah, I think Junior Seau tried to kill himself twice before. He finally Junior
1: came. Seau is a fantastic example of this. He drove his car
0: off a cliff and still and lived.
1: The dude just didn't know what to do with himself, and whether that is related to head injury or not. It's a it's a bigger issue that both sides of this need to recognize. So when I sit there and I hear we may not have football in 2020 because these guys can't agree how much Ezekiel Elliott deserves to be paid in his third year. I get P.O.'d because a lot of guys don't even make it to their third year. And those guys or or those guys have serious injuries. and They don't make it to the third year. Look at what we're going to talk about Andrew Luck in a second. Look at Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck has a life ahead of him. But if he were an offensive lineman in the same position, his name would not even be discussed. We would not be there would be no media coverage on it. There's
0: been several offensive linemen that are retired because they just are tired of getting hit. You know, yes,
1: yes. And so what's what is the Players Association doing for any of them? You know, the NHL Players Association has retirement benefits and pensions. There was a fantastic article a couple of weeks ago, and I cannot remember the player's name, but the guy was a former first round pick I think in 1996 and he's been out of the league since like 2002 but he developed serious mental health issues
0: the NFL or the the NHL this is this is
1: NHL NHL so in hockey he developed serious mental health issues since he he's ended up homeless and on the street in Canada the league sent out representation from both the league and the players association they set him up with housing they guaranteed his pension was going into a controlled fund for a while. They actually did something for somebody who was retired. How about that? I don't, I don't see that out of the NFL. I don't think the NFL cares about the people who have come before them. They care about the people no. who are here now, and that really bothers me.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely a whole different mindset the NFL has compared to. A show.
1: It's terrible. It drives me nuts. It is. It is. So, all right, let's get on to the main stuff because there's a ton going on. The good news is, Craig. We are not on a strict time limit today. Oh, good. So we might have a few extra minutes. As long as we have stuff to talk about, I will continue talking. Well, as long as I have stuff to talk about and there's beer, I will continue talking. (laughs) So let's address the elephant in the room. We got the Andrew Luck retirement. That's right. So Andrew Luck Saturday, apparently, or the the day before, tells the team, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Uh, This whole injury, pain, rehab thing is too much. I'm done. He tells Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett leaves the conversation with a positive attitude. Unfortunately, the news leaks to the media while the Colts are on the field Saturday night, resulting in Andrew Luck getting booed off the field at halftime. So what was originally supposed to be Sunday at 3 o'clock, a planned press event, suddenly becomes, holy crap, get everyone in the room immediately after the game. We need to control this. And Andrew Luck stands up and retires. He's gotten some love. He's gotten some hate, Craig. May or first may off, not
0: have got his tires slashed. Really? That was a rumor going around. I haven't seen anything confirming it totally, but apparently.
1: So, what is your personal take on this so far, Craig? How how are you left feeling from this?
0: My personal take, you know, if he's he's been injured a lot since he started playing in the NFL. Very true. He's been sacked a lot, <laughs> and I know and I know that other quarterbacks have been sacked a lot as well, but. You know, everyone, it doesn't, you know what, you can, you can, you know, fall down a flight of stairs and be fine. You can, like, someone can trip on the sidewalk and be fine, and then someone else trips on the sidewalk and they can break their hip. Yep. So, like, everyone's everyone's different. Yeah. Um, you know, he's been hit a lot. He he had a lacerated kidney, so he was, like, peeing blood. That's not That's great. always pleasant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do that sometimes. <laughs> he's had this calf thing, you know, the shoulder thing. And now I... And this I know this really can't compare it, but you know, I played football for three years Mm -hmm. and parts of me still hurt. Yeah. So I can't even imagine the kind of pain he's in Mm -hmm. for it to be as bad as for him to say, you know what, I'm done. And I have to respect the fact that he's looking at his quality of life and say, you know what? Because when you're when you're in a lot of pain, money has no relevance to you. Yes. Like at all. That's true. Like when I had a pinched nerve in my neck. If mm-hmm. you told me, you know, you you have to live with it for a year, but here's $10 million, I would have said, fuck you, get out. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. So I completely yeah. re- I completely respect him for doing what he thinks he has to do. And then, uh, yeah, though fantasy-wise, this totally changes the Colts, but that's a different story.
1: The Colts immediately went <laughs> from, in Vegas, a 9.5 win total to 6.5, literally in minutes. Wow. Three wins from a borderline playoff team. Well, 10 wins will usually get you into the playoffs in most situations from a playoff team to a sub 500 team in minutes. My issue is this, and this is the answer that we've never gotten a clear answer on this. And I've heard various reports. When did he talk to the Colts? Because he said very clearly in the press conference after 2016, I promised myself I wouldn't do this again. So that, that was almost three years ago. Right. So did you have a conversation with them before this week about how you were feeling? Because if you didn't, then I have to be a little bit upset with you for not having some forthright planning. Now, the report I've heard, the most reliable report I've seen, um, was verified by somebody, somebody at, the, at my curling club gave me the, the report. and I can't remember where, but he said, if you look at this site, this source, I think it was NBC or something like that, they're reporting that he spoke to them in March. He came to the ownership group and said to the owner and to Frank Reich, uh, to Ursa and Reich, um, here's how I'm feeling. I want you guys to know this going into the draft. If you feel like you need to go get a quarterback or you feel like you need to get more offensive line to try and keep me healthier, so, so be it. But this is how I'm feeling. This is how I will react if I probably get hurt again. If he was up front with them in March, he walks away from this completely clean in my book. And a lot of people have been like, oh, no, he gave up on the team. If you're not – if you know, I've seen people quit jobs for less. I've seen it. I've seen it. If he was up front with the team and they weren't blindsided by this and I get the feeling they weren't, then I'm fine with it. If he walked in on Saturday morning and said, I just talked to Jacoby. I'm done. Schedule a press conference. Let's do this. I got a problem. The fact that he is not returning his bonuses and the team is like, keep your money. Says to me that this was handled the the right way, right? It, it, Jim Ursay has never been kind on Twitter or in social media at all. If he thought he was wronged in this, he'd be all over the board. Oh boards. yeah,
0: you would have heard about him,
1: absolutely. So I'm gonna lean towards the, they knew in advance, and I'm fine with it. Fantasy wise, this screwed us royally. <laughs> we just did a dynasty startup, <laughs> Oops, and you. Andrew Luck was our quarterback. And it's a super flex. <laughs> so everyone in a 12-team lead league grabbed at least three quarterbacks. Uh, Do the math, folks. That's 36 of them. <laughs> not everybody has starters. <laughs>
0: Someone draft fits.
1: Okay. uh Probably. I know we don't have him. No, so I have to drop Andrew Luck. There is no quarterbacks out there to pick up. The best quarterback available according to the waiver wire is CJ Bethard. I am not <laughs> picking up CJ Bethard. So now I'm looking I'm like, well, our flex guy has to be our new starting quarterback. And that's Sam Darnold. So Sam Darnold is now our dynasty starting quarterback, which is not bad if he turns out as planned, right? But here's the problem. I look at the backup quarterbacks. Our backup quarterbacks are Tyrod Taylor and Blake Bortles. <laughs> If anything happens to Sam Darnold, we literally have no one to put in that slot. And there's no one on the waiver wire because everyone's carrying 35 quarterbacks. (laughs) So our fantasy season and a dynasty startup is shot. And if Sam Darnold turns out to be the real deal, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. We may, we, we may be able to make a trade later in the season, move some talent, to try and uh, get another backup quarterback and and we'll be in better shape for next year. But if anything happens to Sam Darnold, anything at all, we are dead in the water.
0: All right. Just so so you know, the other league we're in, the one that cinch drafted. Yes. uh, We have Jacoby Brissett.
1: Okay. So there's a story behind that. Okay. I didn't look at that league before. (laughs) So we had Andrew Luck in that league. So the news breaks on Saturday night. I'm sitting on my couch. And I'm not going to lie to our listeners. I'm three beers in on a Saturday night. I'm having a nice, relaxing Saturday night. I'm not doing any work. I got st- I got mystery science theater reruns on my television. I am just brainless out. I'm not even watching. I was not even watching, I think, at that point, a preseason game. I don't even think I had football on. I was that tuned out. And the text goes off. Adam Schechter's reporting. Andrew Luck will announce retirement. Holy crap. Copy it. Send it to everyone who's a podcast contributor. Send to our podcast thread. A second later, Cinch writes me back. Crap. Should I pick up Brissette? Now, I didn't even have to look at that team. That's the Beat the Addicts League, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it the beat? No, that's the no, Eli That's the Andrew. That's the Mandrew NFL League. So um, I didn't have to look at it. I knew what he meant. He meant we have Andrew Luck. What the hell should I do? So I wrote to him, yes, go get it. And then I realized that as much as I love Cinch, these apps are still a little bit new to him. So I said to myself, I have it already saved on my phone. I can go in and pick up Jacoby Brissett and maybe get there faster than Cinch. Maybe. But worst case scenario, two of us working on it is better than one. Right. I go to open the Sleeper app because this league is hosted by Sleeper. The Sleeper app won't connect. Refresh it. No. Refresh it again. No. No. Force close the app and reopen it. No. Restart my phone. Open Sleeper. No. Everyone and their mother crashed the Sleeper app on Saturday <laughs> night, trying to either A, drop Andrew Luck, pick up. B, pick up Jacoby Brissett, or C, do all of the above. Crashed the app. Meanwhile, somehow miraculously on his end, Cinch gets in and picks up Jacoby Brissett. And drops Andrew Luck, and I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. But for a moment there, was like, holy crap! It literally broke the internet for about a half hour, and people were bitching about it all over the sites. Oh, I couldn't get in here to make my move. Oh. Sorry, folks. Stuff like this happens all the time. It just it just does. It just does. So um, yeah, I think you got to add Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is a must add if you had Andrew Luck, but he's gone by now. So sorry um in pretty much all formats because this is what happens when news breaks on a saturday and we don't have a chance to record till a wednesday but um yeah jacoby's that gone this happens. definitely everyone I, I heard one uh analyst say the easy way to talk about how this downgrades all the colts targets is to move everybody down exactly two rounds from where you had them um, drop marlin back to the fifth drop uh, i think they said ty has to go to the sixth they really? said the only Person who goes down for Ty was going in the third and fourth in a lot of leagues, a lot, a lot of ten man leagues, twelve man leagues. I don't so think,
0: I still don't think Ty will drop that far.
1: Well, what they are talking about the biggest fantasy impact from the Andrew Luck, obviously, other than Andrew Luck, is Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron caught nothing when he was out the last time. <laughs> nothing. Those games he missed was it last year because he was he was in Detroit the year before that, wasn't he? Ebron, this is Ebron's second year with the Colts, so it, he. It, Doyle and Brissett seem to have a lot more um, chemistry than Ebron does with him. Mm-hmm. So if you've got Ebr- shares of Ebron, Ebron's value is tanking. Ebron's value is tanking. Now, that being said, again, this is a very thin tight end pool. Very... If Ebron is going to drop to the 10th round, I'll wow, take so... it as my second tight end. I will yeah. do it.
0: Yeah, he's definitely a good backup. Or maybe a flex. If you really need it for a bye week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, the other bad news from Andrew Luck is there is one best ball league where I accidentally put down the phone in the middle of the draft, and the only quarterback on the best ball team is Andrew Luck. Oops. So, that yeah, that best ball team league is pretty much dead to me right now. <laughs> um, I'm, actually, got... uh,
0: I'm actually, actually really quick. So I'm actually introduced yeah. my family to best ball this year.
1: Oh, really? How'd they like it?
0: Uh, we're still trying to do the draft, it's like four hours between picks.
1: So I know your family pretty well—cousins, uncles. What do you got?
0: Uh, my brother, former sister-in-law, and my niece, and
1: really. Well, I'm not surprised. You have a, the one nephew who we really we talked a lot about fantasy football with—the one who used to work at Hops. Yep. Um, I'm not surprised. He, I would not be surprised. I did not know your brother did fantasy football, so that's good to hear. Yeah, that's good to hear. So, um, so that's the Andrew, I mean, you just got everybody's got a lot.
0: We won't even talk about the permanent fox.
1: Oh, don't get me. No, that's yeah. a rant. If I start going on that, <laughs> I mean, that's you a rant.
0: time if
1: you want. <laughs> Let's just suffice to say there are individuals in the paid analyst field who think that they're Howard Stern and they're not. No, you Howard don't Stern make,
0: is Howard Stern.
1: Hot takes are things that people disagree with but are possibly true. Right. Things like Baker Mayfield may not be a top 10 quarterback this year, which is a great a a feeling. Right, Craig feels that way. That's contrary to popular belief, but right. it's possible. Saying Andrew Luck is it just pulled off the most millennial thing of all time anymore, and then doubling down on it the next day? Oh my God! Did you watch his follow-up? I mean, again, we're not getting the didn't. guy's name. I
0: didn't watch the follow-up. I watched the four-minute follow-up sum up for me.
1: Um, what I said wasn't wrong. If you got your panties in a twist, it's not my fault. Mister, is I essentially what it cards. was. And he addressed that. He addressed that. He was like, oh, and yeah, people want to bring up the fact that I stole credit cards in college. We've dealt with that. We've moved on for it. You're the only ones that care. No, a lot of people remember you did that. It's an example of bad decision making. Right. (laughs) And when you make bad decisions and then you go on and you make bad hot takes and tweet them (laughs) and insult the guy who just said, I'm giving up my life's passion because I'm in pain and call him a millennial, that's another bad decision.
0: You know what? If he wants to go out and get sacked as many times as Andrew Luck did, yeah, we'll see how he feels.
1: Yes. Yes. Let it, here, Here's my <laughs> advice to that particular analyst, and I know he doesn't listen to us because he's too high and mighty to think that anybody other than his own ass cares, but <laughs> do not go to the city of Indianapolis ever again. You will not you will not be received warmly. And there's a pretty good chance that you will suffer enough head injuries to equal the number of sacks that Andrew Luck had to take in his career. So, yeah, but beyond that, I think I think when listen, the guy works with Troy Aikman. When Troy Aikman responds to you and the first line of his his tweet is that is total bullshit. You know, you're done. You're done. So, all right. More news, more news and notes. Lamar Miller tore his ACL out for the year. Um, and this, it was not caused by Duke Johnson, just so everyone knows. Well, not that we know of, (laughs) um, Duke Johnson's ADP did go up. Uh, this past weekend was the start of the fantasy football world championship, uh, draft cycle. Um, and, and there's some that take place before, but this is like their, their main two weekends is last weekend and this weekend upcoming. And they said instantly from drafts from Friday to Saturday night, Duke Johnson moved up about 15 spots in ADP. So not even just among running backs. Overall, he was moving up the board in ADP after the Lamar Miller injury. Um, There is now a rumor that Miami is talking to Houston and in an effort to get Jadavian Clowney into Miami. I heard that this morning. And the Dolphins are offering their choice of Kenny Stills or Kenyon Drake.
0: Oh, really? I thought they wanted offensive linemen.
1: They do. But oh. the Dolphins are saying, you're really comfortable with Duke Johnson? We can send you Kenyon Drake. <laughs> Look around your division, son. It ain't getting better. I mean, who else in that division? The Colts, the Texans, the Titans?
0: So now, is John Watson the top quarterback in that division?
1: Probably. Who's the fourth team? Who am I forgetting in that division? Texans, Titans, Colts. Uh, somebody else in the AFC South. Is that the AFC North or South? That's the South, right? Jags. Ja- Jacksonville. Oh, God, yes. And yes. I'm going to say this, and this is, not a, this is not a positive endorsement. Tennessee is right now the probably the best team in that division right now. Oh, dear God. And that's not an endorsement. <laughs> that's an acknowledgment that they have probably just become the worst division in all of football. So Houston's got to be thinking, if I can replace Lamar Miller, if I can get my pieces on the offense healthy, and I can keep Deshaun Watson upright, I can win this division pretty easily right now. So I think it makes sense to go out and get Kenyon Drake. If you're Houston, do you go out and get Kenyon Drake?
0: I think you may have to, because who else do they have? What happens if something happens to Duke? There's nobody. Then they're kind of stuck.
1: <laughs> There's nobody. I, I could not even tell you, because Al- Alfred Blue is in Jacksonville now. Hold on a second. I'm going to look. Yeah, because I have, yeah going to say
0: Blue's gone, so I don't know who's there.
1: Could, it's probably a name we know, but it's a name we could not say off the top of our heads. Buddy Howell? Is that? Are you looking at it? Or are you guessing? No, I'm. I'm, I'm looking at it. I, all right, so I was wrong. I don't know that Joe, name.
0: Joe Webb, who's also the quarterback.
1: <laughs> oh, Joe Webb. Is it the same Joe Webb? Joe uh, Webb the third? I, maybe. Oh no, Joe Webb the third is listed under quarterback. Josh Ferguson. It's Buddy Howell, and then Josh Ferguson. Well, he also has and then, 84
0: yards rushing. So,
1: <laughs> so there you go. So your third string quarterback, because AJ McCarron's there too. So Joe Webb is the third quarterback on that team. Your your, your clipboard holder is your probably your second best running that that you got a problem. You got problems galore there. So, um, but yes, I think um, I think they're going to have to make a move. So other news, minor one. Just want to see how you feel about this. Jake Butt, Denver. They're saying he's going to undergo a minor knee procedure due to soreness no in his minor left knee. knee. Procedures. So yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. Yeah, I I just had a little heart attack, <laughs> or I just lost a few limbs. No, um, Bud has experienced soreness in his left knee, uh, and it's been triggering. it's triggers the procedure. He has ready for this three ACL surgeries already.
0: Yeah, giraffe Noah fan. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah can, old fans. so
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's my question to you is jake butt even considerable no,
0: not as of right now the week towards the source no
1: yep if you don't get if you don't get Noah Fant, you're looking for a tight end elsewhere Yeah. Do and not you're get talking tight end in Denver. you're talking to a guy who is who is slowly but surely buying stock in joe flacco i, I just hey,
0: <laughs> he is he is captain game manager so. And
1: that's actually, I think, what Denver needs right now. It is. I do. I think he, we, I, again, I, I go back to what I said last week. I saw him unload a pass to Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders played the DB like a fiddle. And if it had not been a holding call on it, would have nailed the big gain. A- and and everyone complains. Oh, well, offenses in the preseason are so vanilla. If that's vanilla, <laughs> then I want to try every flavor in the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> I want to try a to Sunday Denver where you from. Exactly. Shots, sprinkles, jimmies. I don't care what you call. Give me them all. <laughs> give me them all. All right. Other news. Uh, Anthony Servino, who is a correspondent for the uh, L.A. Chargers. I almost said San Diego. I yeah. almost said it.
0: Just say California
1: Chargers. <laughs> so Anthony Servino talked to Eric Williams. And Eric Williams is a beat writer for the Chargers. And he is saying, ready for this, okay. quote, he has a hunch, end quote, that Melvin Gordon will be back for week one do you think Melvin Gordon is about to fold his cards and show up to camp and you and know, does this change anything for you
0: if they drive a dump truck of money up to his house, which is what he wants
1: yeah I mean
0: I could I could see it especially now with what's going on with Zeke yes i can I can see the chargers making sure that he's on the field by I'll say week two
1: well this guy says he could be there for week one
0: because I don't know what Melvin Gordon doing so I don't know if he's going to be ready for week 1 so
1: well what was it uh who is it who was working out with um Marshall Falk, Marshall Falk. who's Zeke. working with it's Zeke Zeke and Cabo and Zeke supposedly looks really really good now here's the problem with all these rumors who's Her telling words. us yeah who's telling us Zeke is looking good his agent his agent, his agent Zeke could be sitting there stuffing ho hos down his face <laughs> in a in a train like format And he's still going to say Zeke looks fantastic because that's what helps his cause. So I, whenever somebody says, oh, he's working out with Marshall Falk, does that mean they're running two trains of ho-hos? Is Marshall Falk sitting there going, I can down twice as many as you can, dudes. Man up. We don't know. So
0: do you think think Drew Rosenhaus is the cause to most issues?
1: Well, when it comes to wide receivers, you know, from last week I do, um, yeah. You know, I think I think Drew Rosenhaus feeds a lot of egos. And again, this is the problem with modern sports. Egos are fed from like the age of eight. Yes. People are in your ear. You're going to play for this. You're going to make this. You're going to make that. And these people build them up to the point where for like 20 years, they hear you're great. So what do you learn? You're in Pee Wee football and this kid guy's in your ear. Oh, my God, you're amazing. You're the next superstar. Then your high school coach is like, you're going to work hard. and You're going to be the next superstar. Then seven colleges are, are, are battling for you. Oh my God, that's an ego feeder. Then you get, you get invited to draft night. What an ego feeder. You get to go out on stage and you hold up a Jersey and they tell you you're going to make millions. It's just an ego feeding machine. So by the time you're 20 years old, you've had at least 10 years of people telling you you're amazing. You're going to do crazy, amazing things. It's just feeding egos. Yeah. Oh, it drives me nuts. Let's talk about Zeke for a second, though. (laughs) So after after the we don't need Zeke and I'm not staying in Dallas war, a peaceful moment broke out where everyone was like, oh, we want Zeke on our team. We're going to make sure Jerry Jones went so far to say that Jerry Jones Cowboys will make sure that Dak Prescott presented by Jerry Jones, Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott, represented by Jerry Jones, and Amari Cooper with Jerry Jones will all be under contract before the end of Jerry Jones' year. He went on record. He said he was gonna get this done. Now all of a sudden we hear today, there's nothing. There's no deadline for a New Deal. There is no um progress. Jerry Jones Jerry said
0: Jones said he's gonna take Jerry Jones's time.
1: Yeah. Jerry Jones said, quote, we have to be prepared to play without any given player. We may very well play without a player that's not coming in on his contract. We'll play and we'll play well. End quote. Attributed to Jerry Jones by Jerry Jones.
0: Yeah, I so, mean, technically he's not wrong. I mean, they should – all teams should be prepared to replace one of their starters if something yes. happened. Like, yes. if they're not, then that's bad management.
1: <laughs> but you know what? You know what else is bad management? Managing through the press. And that sure. is what this situation has become. And not only is it bad management to manage through the press – but the message keeps freaking changing. Oh, my God. It's like – and you know I'm not going to go political on here, but you know I hate our current administration because they change their mind every three minutes. Correct. That's what Jerry Jones is doing. Jerry Jones' one minute is like, we need Zeke. He's going to be under contract. Don't worry. I got this. Five minutes later with a different reporter, he's like, well, you know, you got to be ready to move on from anybody. I mean you never know. What the hell is it? Do you need him? Do you want him or what? You send so many mixed messages through your precious media that no one knows what you think anymore. Pick a direction and go with it and be consistent. Show your players, show the other guys on the roster, you are being consistent in your message because that will stick with them when it's their turn on the block. And let's see. Oh, Dak Prescott is next. Oh, Amari Cooper, who you traded for and then said, don't worry, we'll work out a deal is after in line after that. And I don't even know who else needs another contract, but I'm sure there's an offensive lineman on the Cowboys right now saying to himself, crap, I'm not getting a dime. You've got to be consistent. That's, that is that's, true. I mean, that,
0: yeah. there's really nothing to add to that. You're, you're right. The <laughs> only
1: thing Jerry Jones is consistent about is self-promotion.
0: Yes. Th- that's it. Well, and winning another
1: Super Bowl, which he hasn't done in 20 years. He, what was the th- last Cowboys Bowl? Like 2001
0: involved, involved Troy Aikman, I think.
1: And Troy Aikman's been in the booth for a decade. <laughs> okay. Emmett Smith is not walking through that door. He <laughs> wish he was. You wish he was. So, all right, one last thing. And then sure. we got to do final thoughts. So Craig, tell me a little bit. You've been negotiating a, uh, an agreement with some folks at a, a site called Sunday swim. They want to partner with us to promote some of the stuff that they do. Tell me about Sunday Swim. What is this? What are we doing with them?
0: So, uh let me do I get the right thing. Okay. So basically what we're going what we plan on doing uh-huh. um starting September fourth, which is next Wednesday. Okay. God, it's already September. Um, yes. <laughs> uh we're gonna create a public league with them. Uh so this this app slash website is called Sunday Swim. Okay. Uh, it's a free league. Uh and they do Basically, and it doesn't cost any money to join. There's no, it doesn't cost you anything to play.
1: Free so to sign up, free to join, free to create.
0: Create, uh, correct, correct. Um, so basically, what happens is you you're betting on games uh, involving the spread.
1: Oh. And you get so this is not like strict fantasy like we're used to doing. This is correct. a little different.
0: This is like if you went to a casino or Vegas, you know, and you want which to take, we can't. Right, which we can't technically legally do in Connecticut yet. Maybe right, so this is nice. Right. <laughs> uh, so Jeez. you get X amount of fantasy credits to spend um, throughout the season. Uh, and once you hit zero, you're out. Uh, so what we're going to do, uh, basically, we're going to try to get 100 people or up to 100 people signed up between September 4th and 7th.
1: So what you're telling me is that this is a site that's doing a different kind of almost well weekly fantasy where you yeah. go in and you bet against the Vegas lines using fake points. There's no money involved in yeah, it.
0: It's just, you know, just because.
1: Yeah, it's just for fun and for shits and giggles. So you're going to go in. We're going to create a league for our listeners, probably something called like the Football Fig Nuts League. We're going to promote it. And anybody who wants to come on and just play the lines can just join us in a league and play.
0: Right. And whoever no money. first gets bragging rights. That's what it is.
1: Right. No money involved. Bragging rights only. Just come on and have a good time. Um, this sounds like a nice little alternative to the daily grind of fantasy football. I mean, because season long and DFS require a lot of unique attention. They do. This sounds <laughs> like do. the kind of thing that I would sign up just to say, Pfft, I really think the Dolphins are going to kill the Jets this week. So I'm going to throw 10 points on the Dolphins and see what happens.
0: Exactly. So you're sitting there, you know, doing some pregame at like, you know, 1230. You're like, eh, let me just throw in some pretend bets just for the hell of it.
1: And do I understand this correctly? Leagues are up to 100 people. Yes. So the first 100 people or up to 100 people who want to do this with us can follow the link. That's going to come out on the afternoon of September 4th. We'll publicize the crap out of it. We will put it on our website. We'll put it on our Facebook. We will put it on our Twitter. um, And I'll give you all those addresses in a second. You can also visit it. uh, I think it's sundayswim.com. And if you go to leagues and the public leagues, you'll find our link there. But if you want to just come and do this, fantastic. I know they're offering a – listen. They're offering some sort of prize for the leagues that fill first. I ain't worried about that. I ain't worried about that. I'm, this is just something cool and fun and different for us to do. I mean, every podcast does listener leagues. We haven't yet. We tried it. We thought about doing it last season. We decided not to. But this is kind of a cool different thing. I'm actually pretty excited yeah. about this.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people do because a lot of people don't. I realize this talking to other people I've done fantasy leagues. Mm-hmm. They don't understand. Like You and I think it's easy to understand because we've been this for so long. Like People don't understand the point spread. Mm-hmm. Like it's a totally weird thing to them. So I say it's you know, not a
1: natural system.
0: No, it's not. So like the Eagles are playing the Redskins, and the Redskins are getting ten points. That totally blows people's minds. They're like, "What the hell do you mean ten points?" I'm like, "Well, yeah. you pretend the game started, and the Redskins automatically have ten points." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "What?" Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> so on. So again, September fourth is the key day, and it's a limited open period. I think you have to do it by September seventh. Is that right? Uh,
0: yeah, by Saturday, but I'm not sure. What-
1: uh it looks like it's midnight. I'm okay. looking at the, the email now. So we only have four days to get on in this folks. Four days. So we will be back next week on uh well you by the time you'll hear us we'll be halfway through the registration period, but we will promote it as soon as that link becomes available to us on September fourth. We will tweet it at FignutsDFS. DFS. We will put it out on our webpage, which is uh what is our uh fignuts Man, two beers in. Um we will put it anywhere we can and all of our, our Facebook, all that fun stuff. Come play with us. If it's free and there's no right. obligation and there's no prizes on the line, let's just have a good time with betting some football games because there's, there's no money involved. So it's not considered any sort of gambling. We don't have to worry about gambling laws. Right. sounds like a good time. Yeah. I say, let's do it. Absolutely. I, I'm down with this. I'm excited. Now that I've heard the details about it, I'm really excited about it. Cause I just thought it was like another, Oh, why don't you host your league with us? You guys have a listeners league. Uh, This sounds like a lot of fun and just something we can do just to. Because I'll be the first one. I'm probably the first one out of points. I'm the first one. I'm the first one to hit zero in this little. I, as good as i am at dfs yeah, the, i think chiefs i'm pretty are good giving 37 let's do it <laughs> holy crap the chiefs can't win by 37 final score is 43 to 2 the chiefs defense make a an outstanding performance the most dominating chief performance since 1974 and i'm like all right good night everybody enjoy the rest of the season so craig final thoughts we're in our last thoughts, the next time I we sit night. down before yeah. we before that before next time we sit down keep in mind We'll be talking week one DFS.
0: That's bananas.
1: This is your last chance to tell the people about something that has nothing to do with the actual season.
0: Uh nothing to do with the actual
1: season? Doesn't this, have to be, I'm just saying this
0: Green Island Tropical IPA is really good and I wish I brought another one up here with
1: you. Are you still on the first one?
0: No, I finished it a while ago, but I oh. brought one up.
1: And I did I ran this along, I'm sorry. That's okay. I see so I was time. I it's prepared. Good. I brought a shipyard and you know what else? I brought another beer in with me. Do you know what that beer is, Craig? What is it? It's Rosemary's Baby. (laughs) (laughs) any excuse to play the music right there. That's right. It's Rosemary's Baby. Which, by the way, I'm changing jobs inside of my agency. I'm getting I'm getting a mild promotion. And my, my thank you. My outgoing team decided they wanted to give me a gift and they gave me a gift card to two roads. You know
0: what? If there's one gift to give you
1: That's it. That would be it. That's it. And you know, I mean, my first thought was, you know what? I'm not going to the bar and drinking this. I'm going in. And I'm going to get a case of Rosemary's Baby and drive it home. <laughs> I just, and just enjoy it the whole or, season.
0: Or do you save it for holiday? Oh, oh no.
1: <laughs> oh, man. You can't ask me those deep life questions <laughs> when I'm two beers in. All right, so my final thought, because we're going to wrap this up, because we're almost, believe it or not, we've been talking for almost an hour. I mean, we've got plenty of time. It's not it's not the issue of time. It's just, you know, I've just run out of things to say and my beer is empty. Um, I just wanted to to send a uh, loving shout out to our dear friend, Sean, our dear friend and contributor, Sean. My final thought is to him. Um, Sean's family is uh, in the process of losing a dear family member, um, someone who has been with them through thick and thin, who has fallen on ill times and is uh, unfortunately not probably going to be with us much longer so when the Fignuts family suffers a loss we all suffer it together uh and so i just want to you know send a, a shout out and some some positive words to him and his family um i know he doesn't listen all the time but i know there's actually a member of his family that does um so you know more likely it's kind of funny that a family member would listen more than a contributor but here we are um, you know, best wishes to you guys. You know, we're thinking of you. We will keep you on our thoughts and prayers, uh, going forward. Um, so in the meantime, uh, you know, best wishes to all of those folks for all of you listening. I've already given you out the contact info. If you want to email us, we are fignutsdfs DFS, uh, at gmail.com at fig DFS on Twitter. We are the football fig nuts podcast on Facebook. We will be back next week and next week is go time folks. Starting next week, our release schedule shifts again. We shift back to Thursdays because the Thursday games will be starting the week after. When is when? When's the first Thursday game? Uh, I'll look it up. Is it that week or do we have a week in between? I think we have a week. Okay, so we may not have week one DFS next week. I may be off on the schedule by a week. I apologize for that. I go based off the schedule I put together. I never go off of the actual calendar. I thought it was the Thursday after Labor Day that started, but maybe I'm a week off. Give me a moment.
0: I'll please stand right by.
1: Please stand by. So if you drafted this weekend, this last weekend was National Draft Weekend. If you no, drafted. Wait, wait,
0: wait, sorry, the, uh, the season starts September 5th, technically.
1: All right. So that's next Thursday. There you go. Yes. That's a week from that. that yeah, we're, we're we record on Wednesday. So that's a week from Tomorrow. So next so the next time you hear us will be Thursday the 5th. We will release on Thursday. So during the offseason we release on Fridays, during the season we release on Thursdays. So next week we will be discussing week 1 DFS. It's upon us.
0: It is here. It has the, arrived.
1: <laughs> the 17 most brain busting weeks of my year have <laughs> arrived in consecutive fashion. I get so excited for it. By week 5, I'm ready for a nap. By week 10, I'm going to be on a cruise ship. And by week 17, I'm praying for death. But (laughs) this is what happens. I don't know what you guys are going to do when I go on my cruise ship. Uh, I'll be gone for two weeks. We'll
0: have Sean not talking to the mic.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know what? There you go. Put the three-man boot together and get Sean and Cinch up there. No one will even notice that we don't talk about DFS numbers for a week. So, yeah, just again, and I know I'm I'm, I'm going on tonight. On top of the final thought, because I did want to send best wishes to our, our dear friend Sean's family, but, um, just a reminder, once the season begins, we shift into DFS talk. A lot of folks love to tune into us and listen for their draft advice. Stick with us, folks. If you have never done DFS, it's, it's not a, it's not a bad time to start. We will talk about value plays. We will talk about guys. We like, we'll talk about guys to avoid. We will help you identify potential players to use in your DFS lineups. So Every year we have this tremendous spike in interest. People call us. People write us. Well, they don't call us because we don't give our phone number. That's the wrong word to use. But they contact us, and then the first week of September, it just stops (laughs) because the draft is over. They're done asking us keeper questions. They're done asking us who they should pick. Just remember, we go beyond that. We are here all year long. We just shift our focus from draft prep into season long and mostly dfs so even if you don't play dfs it's useful because you're going to hear the players we're looking at you're going to hear from us do i want to start tevin coleman over matt Breida this week you will hear our rationale for all that stuff so stick with us we love the fact that you guys are always with us hang out and and just let's win some championships together this year there you go all right so until then we'll be back next week uh again that's a thursday release day so we'll be back on september 5th uh if you haven't drafted good luck if you have drafted let us know how it went we'd love to hear from you uh until then my name is Britt. i'm craig and we are the football fig nuts podcast take care everybody